Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown. It's awesome to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Coming up on this evening's show, it is the PSL radio show, Second Jalo. We'll also be heading uh, to Manfred Tyler to find out exactly what's happening in the Rio Paralympics. But before we do that, it was a fascinating weekend in domestic, uh, domestic football this past weekend. Saturday's first MTN8 semi-final saw Bidfest Vitz overpower Cape Town City by three goals to nil, putting them in the pound seats ahead of the second leg. Yesterday, Chipper United held league champions Mamelodi Sundowns to a goalless draw. Chile Boys coach Dan Malacera says he's got mixed feelings about yesterday's win. Um, partly happy, uh, partly disappointed as well. Um, but I don't also want to sound ungrateful. Otherwise, God takes all the blessings. If you don't, you are not grateful, you know, to what you get on the day. I'm happy that we didn't concede. More so that we are playing away the next game. So it eases off the pressure. But also, I'm not so pleased that we missed, you know, much as they had chances as well. We missed what we missed, you know. I think of the chances, one was very clear cut, you know, could have been, a, you know, a different story now. But like I said, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I'm happy with what we have now. Make that yesterday's draw, rather. Uh, Tipper now head north for the second leg next Saturday. Sundown's busy playing schedule due to their commitments in the CAF Champions League has been a point of contention for the Resilience fans, but Smalicella says they should not be complaining. If there's one thing that I teach the players is that everything that happens here comes with the territory. You know, it's, it should be a norm. You must understand that we are going to play games this way. The, the one time where you get too affected by these games is when you want to complain about them or you want to dwell too much into negatives and all of that. We should know. We, the fixture comes out long before. Nobody says anything. But when we start playing, then we, we start complaining. Hey, we are tired, we are whatever. That's why we have these big squads that we have. Meanwhile, Sundown's coach, Pizza Mosimani, said yesterday's match was one of the best he'd seen for a while. I think this game had too many things for each of them to call it. Beautiful. In my opinion, very, very long time I've, I've seen such a game. A lot of good passes. Uh, a different game with small passes um, where it needed a lot of pressing. And with the small passes and a lot of pressing, then uh, once you are late, uh, you are bound to get your lockouts. That's why they had so many lockouts. For me, it came out as exactly expected. Yes, I expected this kind of a game and I was not surprised. In other domestic news, Supersports United will be without Clayton Daniels, Tefo Mashimaiti, Dean Furman and Keegan Ritchie for Wednesday's AFSA Premiership clash against Chipper United. Some football to look forward to tonight in England, Sunderland up against Everton. And staying with news out of England, Manchester United announced their revenues for the 2015-2016 financial year. Get this, £515.3 million. If you do the quick math on that, that equates to £993 billion South African ran on to rugby following their 23-17 loss to Australia in Brisbane this past weekend. The Springboks have dropped one spot on the latest world rankings. Those were released today. New Zealand still number one. England second. Australia have now moved into third in the box. Take on New Zealand this coming Saturday. Does not get easier. On to cricket. Rohit Sharma and Shikadawan have been named in India's squad for the three test series against New Zealand while Shadars Takur and Stuart Binney have been left out. And in cycling news, the 2016 Vuelta Espana champion Nairo Quintana has extended his contract at Movistar until 2019. We'll chat some Paralympics next. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Manfred Seidler joins us now. Manfred, Team South Africa picking up uh, another medal this afternoon. That takes the tally to seven. 
It does, Brad, and it's really, really good to see at one stage. I was a bit worried because we went had day one, bang, here comes a goal. Day two, nothing. Day three, nothing. Day four, then, obviously, picking up those three medals. And now, again, uh, uh, sorry, day three, picking up a medal, and day four, picking up uh, another three medals. And, and now uh, the, the next one coming up from Tyron Pillay in the men's shot put. Quite a good story. You only started competing in the Paralympics after watching and being inspired of the, from the 2008 Paralympics. And here he is, what, eight years later, seven years later, and on the podium with uh, with a bronze medal. Really, really great story there. Fantastic indeed. Uh, what else can we look forward to this evening, Manfred? Well, I'm hoping for another medal, uh, Brad. Uh, Henry Herbst goes in the men's 50-meter freestyle final. That's the S11 category. He finished second in his heat and his third fastest overall. And Henry is uh, he's no slouch. He won a bronze medal in the 100-meter freestyle in 2012. In 2013, he was at the IPC World Champs bronze medal in the 50 free. So this event, 100-meter backstroke silver and 50-meter butterfly silver. So he's been on the podium before. He knows what needs to be done. And uh, we'll have to wait and see how he does. Uh, Dion Bass also went through in the men's 100 meter t38 so uh, he's looking good but uh, no final for him tonight so henry herbst is the big one and then uh, the one that i'm really looking forward to and that is at 11 o'clock tonight is is the men's wheelchair tennis lucas Setole will be uh, up in that one and uh, you know it's a semi-final he gets through to the finals a guaranteed medal so hopefully that uh, that uh, pans out the way we want it yeah, absolutely, and it should be a cracking match as well. Matt Versailles, thank you very much for that. Don't forget, we'll have updates throughout the evening here on SAFM. PSL Radio Show Second Jalo continues now. We chat to Darren Keat next. The Department of Trade and Industry, in partnership with Proudly South African and Brand South Africa, invite companies to enter the 2016 SA Premier Business Awards, where the best of South African companies, their products, and the people behind them will be celebrated. Companies from all sectors of the economy are encouraged to participate. Enter at sapremierbusinessawards.co.za. Entries close Friday, 30 September 2016. For more information, contact 0861-843-384. SA Premier Business Awards, rewarding excellence in business. SAFM brings you live, interactive, topical news from current affairs, global warming debates, women's issues, to interviews with top literary connoisseurs. To join our conversations, visit our website on safm.co.za. Follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio or simply like our Facebook page, SAFM Radio. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Records were played by having them putting a microphone next to the speaker of the, of the gramophone. SAFM celebrates 80 years of keeping you in the know. The calamity which so many of us had considered unthinkable, that of another great war within a few decades of the end of the last world war, that calamity is upon us. Professor Barnard, at this stage it's hardly necessary to say congratulations because we've seen the telegrams on your desk already and we heard your secretary mention that the Prime Minister's telegram has just arrived. But I think I echo the thoughts of all South Africans today to say a very, very hearty congratulations. Rugby in this country has certainly uh, sunk into an abyss of mediocrity. It would be foolish to think that we are unlikely to have any troubles caused by the demonstrators on our 1970 tour. And it will be a great pity if the English public are denied their right to see our team because of the actions of a minority group. SAFM and the SABC celebrates 80 years of broadcasting. 
You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. You're listening to the PSL radio show Second Jalo, and uh, we've been hearing a lot uh, of him in the media the last couple of weeks uh, around uh, talk around the camp at Bidvest Vitz with a competition uh, amongst the goalkeepers, and it's uh, a great pleasure to welcome onto the show tonight Darren Keat. Darren, welcome back uh, to South Africa first of all, and welcome onto the PSL radio show Second Jalo. Thanks for joining us. No, thank you. No problem. It's uh, good to be back, and uh, I'm always happy to share uh, my stories with everyone. Darren, what's it like being back? Uh, I know, and, and obviously you've been plying your trade in Belgium, but I know when, when people do travel and they, they leave home and, and come back, obviously you've changed a lot. Uh, your impression of, of things back home after a good four years away? Well, I mean, obviously, it's, you know, it's always good to, to see that, that football is evolving in, in South Africa. And obviously with me coming back, it's no different. You know, I've been away for, for quite a while and... Uh, and since I've been back, you, you can see you can see how much the game has grown, how much teams want to get better, how much the, the teams are putting into into the into the system so that uh, each team can perform better on their own. And uh, you know, it's obviously obviously football is evolving, and, and teams are getting better, players are getting better, and uh, ultimately the football is getting better. So. I think it's good overall, and uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to be back. Your experience in, in Belgium, though, it must have been a, a, an eye-opener for you. I mean, you look at the leagues uh, in, in Europe, it's, it's obviously it's a step up from, from here. Not, not that it's any disrespect to, to the PSL, but uh, gee, playing in Europe's uh, a different ball game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, when you look at South Africa, the, the players here are, are really technically, uh, they're really gifted in, in South Africa. You know, the technical ability is is really amazing. But w- when you end up going to, 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 to Europe, like when I was in Belgium, uh, technically it's not as good as, as South Africa, but it, it is a more physical league. It's a more more of a tactical league, and and you know the coaches they they put emphasis on 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 the way teams defend and, and things like that. So uh, yeah, it was a bit of a change, but uh, you know, to to the physical side of things, also the players are are, are quite bigger, they, they're stronger, and uh, and uh, you know, it, it's it ultimately it is a little bit tougher. But um, you know, in South Africa, we, we have our style of play, we have the way we want to play, and and uh, and uh, you know, that's where our technical ability comes in. So it, it, you can say it's a little bit different, but. Uh, both, both both ways, you, you always have its pros and cons, and 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 obviously you you deal with it. And uh, yeah, I think I've dealt with it pretty well. And yeah, I, I've really enjoyed every, everywhere I've been. Darren, what's the biggest lesson you learned out of playing in Europe? I suppose, uh, yeah, I, I think more patience. You know, when when when, uh, when I played in South Africa, you, you're always looking to get the ball quickly and to put your team on the counter attack. Whereas when I went to Europe. Uh, they, they really wanted me to slow things down and to really be patient. So when, for instance, when I got the ball, they didn't want me to play as fast as I normally do. They wanted me to get the ball and give the team time to recover and to push forward and, and get everyone in a good position and shape again and then try and play from there. So, yeah, it was a little bit of, little bit of difference uh, for me to get used to. But uh, I, I think I dealt with it nicely in the end. You talk about patience on the field. You, you've had to display a bit of patience off the field. So rejoining Vitz, uh, obviously there's uh, Maniv Joseph, who's been between the sticks for a while now with Vitz. Uh, there was lots of talk in the media last week that you were saying you, you respect him as a player and as a, as a goalkeeper, and, and obviously you want to earn your right to play in the team. Uh, it, it came pretty quickly on the weekend, obviously with uh, with him getting a, a red card. You got some time. I see he's also been handed a, a two-match ban. So you're 
are getting a bit of an opportunity to play. Your, your thoughts on, on, on a battle like that between yourself and Manib for, for the number one spot in, in a team? Well, I think I think it's good. I think uh, you always need a bit of competition, and uh, you know you, you need to, you need to enjoy yourselves when you're competing. Also, I mean it's, it's no good it's no good being miserable each and every day when you're trying to compete. You know that's not how you want to play football. Obviously, when I came here, I knew the situation. I knew Monib had a fantastic season, and of course, he, he, you know he needs to continue. He needs to continue playing well, and, and which he has. I mean, obviously, it's just been unfortunate that he got a red card last week. And uh, obviously now, you know, I'll, hopefully I'll get my chance and hopefully I'll grab it and hopefully I'll do well. So, yeah, it's the way football goes and, and uh, you, you have to deal with these situations. But I think between myself, Munib, and uh, Kyle Peters and also Tucker, uh, I think we've got a good group of keepers there. So, uh, you know, we're always working hard. We, we're keeping each other on our toes. But at the same time, we're having a lot of fun at it also. So I think in the end, it all plays a role. And uh you know, we, we're all there to make to make the uh, bit stronger. So that's what we, we just want to add some value to the team, obviously. Darren, isn't that always the case as well? O- often you, you'll see a player who's on the sidelines and, and he's been kept out of the team by someone. And, and, and whether it's because of misfortune or something like this, as an example, where, where a player does get a, a ban for whatever reason, it, it's your opportunity to put your hand up. And, and you, you want to give the coach reasons to, to pick you over the other player. And, and I'm not just using this as an example, but we've seen it so many times where, where somebody comes in and, and really shows what they can do that when the other player comes back, it's almost difficult to drop the one that came in. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, Monib's done really well, so he's always deserved a place to play. And uh, obviously, I have to, I've got to wait my chance. And uh, with me waiting for my chance, with me waiting for my chance to come, uh, you know, it's obviously under unfortunate circumstances. But when Monib was doing well, there was no reason to for 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 the coach to change anything. So now that I will have my chance, hopefully, uh, I will make. Uh, Make an impact, and then there, you know, there, there won't be a reason again to change uh, to change the keepers. So we'll see how it goes, and we'll see how it pans out. But uh, you know, I always I always stay positive and, and try to do my best to make sure I can I can uh, help the team. The, the decision to come back to Vitz, obviously you played at Vitz before before leaving for Belgium. Uh, was there any any thought on that, or was that just that's that was what's available, or, or you, did you want to come back and play for for the club again? I mean. I had I had a few options. I had a few options out in out in Belgium also and in Spain also. But uh, <coughs> you know, like I, I said I always wanted to be somewhere where, where I would enjoy myself, where my family would enjoy themselves, and also with, with with my son's grandparents being in South Africa. You know, it makes it a lot easier. And with, with coming to Vitz, it makes it easier because I've been here before. I know I know how everything runs. I know how everything works. And uh, and yeah, it's just been a good. It's been a good environment for me when I started, so uh, you know I didn't see any reason why, why I needed to go anywhere else, and, and which showed you know the most interest in me. So I, th- I think overall it was it was a good decision, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, I'm here just for for one year with a two-year option, and uh, yeah, I think we'll take it from there and, and see where we go to next from there. Looking at the start of the season as well for for Vitz, it's been a, a fabulous start. Obviously, weekend three nil three nil win over Cape Town City in the in the MTN eight, but uh, great start to the league as well. So showing good signs early on. It is still very early in the season, but uh, hey, you want to start that way as opposed to to not picking up wins early on in the season. Yeah, we always you, you always want to win games and you always want to do well. So I think we I think we, we we've done really well. We've done uh, we've done a great job, obviously in the cup and also in the league. Yeah. I mean. Okay, we're in the semi-finals of the cup already, and we've only played one league game, which is which is a little bit strange. But 
yeah, I, I think we play our next league game tomorrow. So I think uh, I think it will it will be a good test for us to see where we are really because it will be our first away game, and uh, Polokwane is a tough team. So we're not looking too much into into what lies ahead, but we want to make sure that we that we that we win tomorrow's game and, and that we we come out on top again. And then uh, when we go to Cape Town, we will start all over again. It's focusing on Cape Town's game. Well, safe travels to the uh, Old Peter McCarver Stadium. As you said, Polokwane City is next on the radar for Bidvest Fitz. Darren, thank you so much for your time this evening on SAFM. Much appreciated. Good luck uh, for tomorrow night and that second leg semi-final. You guys are in the pound seat, so I don't want to say it. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, but uh, you can practically have one foot in the final already following that victory this past weekend. Congratulations, and we look forward to, to, to seeing you in action. Best of luck. Ah, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to the PSL radio show Second Jalo Supersport United take on Chipper United in the Absolute Premiership at the Lucas Moripe Stadium on Wednesday evening. Matatanto will be looking for a positive result in their first home game against uh, the informed Chipper United. Last season, Matatanta played to a one-all draw against the Chili Boys after losing their opening match against Platinum Stars and crashing out of the MTN8. Matatanta will be keen to change their fortunes. Coach Stuart Baxter applauds the quality that Chipper possesses and also emphasised on the depth that his squad has. Well, Chipper, again, again, I think you know we Chipper, Chipper had an undoubtedly good start. A good start. Well, let's say a good start. You can't have a good start when you only play two games. But you have, they've had a promising start. Let's say that. Yeah. And and they've been and they've been compared to the Chipper of last year, that I thought was overly reliant on possession and not having a real direction with their possession. I think the difference this year is that they've become a little bit more functional in their possession. They they are playing combinations around your box with their possession and they're not risking the ball quite as much as they did last year. So I think they've become a bit more efficient, if you want to say that. Uh, and them getting off to a, to, a, to a promising start means that they will be full of confidence where our two games have not been the results that we want and therefore we've got to keep keep our belief but at the same time we've got to we've got to make our, our play has got to be also more efficient the coach has had a difficult task ahead uh, of the match with uh, injuries to key players. He also confirmed that they're assessing the Senegalese centre-forward uh, Sori Kieta, who previously played from Rock and Giants, wide at Casablanca. No, we've got a load of injuries. Clayton Daniels broke his arm in training, uh, had a very, 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 very heavy concussion. I've got Masher at the hospital this morning checking his knee. Dean's coming back to test his knee. Uh, Keegan Rich is out. He's got he's got a knee problem. Uh, yeah, I could go on. I could go on. I think we've got 20 players training this morning. We've got a trialist that's working with us, Ibrahim, from uh, who's played for Wydad. In uh, we've got a bit of a shout from John Toshak that, uh, that the boy's interested in. So we're gonna have a little look at him, a young one. Uh, so we we we've not got we've we're far far from being. Uh, Full, full squad and uh, and you've got to add to that a couple like Aubrey that's just come in that's probably that's probably going to be looking at looking at what we're doing for a while yet you know so it's uh, it's not ideal but it, it is what it is next ID please <laughs>
I suppose you still use a brick for a cell phone. Why do you say that? Because you still carry an ID book when you can have a smart ID card. Um, well, I... Uh-uh, uh-uh. Come on. Just apply online for your smart ID card and even your passport from the comfort of your home or office. Visit dha.gov.za. Then click on e-home affairs. Then wait to be invited to any of the participating bank branches for our fingerprints. Yes. Protecting your identity in a smarter and safer way. The Department of Home Affairs. We care. Hi, it's Don. Leave a message. Hey, I thought you were joining me at the seminar. You're probably working late again. A word to the wise. Work smart, not hard. And smart's using professional banking from Nedbank. My banker does it all, like arranging my car finance, giving me tailored investment rates. She's just an email away. Or we meet face-to-face. It's great. Unless you like call center music. do 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 Join NetBank today and make the things that really matter happen. Plus, stand a chance to win your share of 5 million rand. Open a professional banking account, move your salary, and get 10 entries in the draw. Simply dial star 120 star 762 hash to enter. T's and C's apply. We are an authorized FSPN registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. VSABC is inviting suitably qualified radio imaging service providers to participate in the tender process for imaging services for the radio stations. Tender documents can be downloaded from the SABC website as well as the e-tender website between 9am and 4pm daily. Deadline for submissions is Friday the 30th of September 2016 at 12 noon. For inquiries regarding collection of documents, contact the tender office on 011-714-4764 or 714 you're tuned to SAFM 104 to 107. You can also catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet on channel 814 as well as online at safm.co.za. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. The best the morning has to offer. They feel that everybody is picking on them and everything just falls in their lap. What's interesting about this study is that we define the middle class, uh, you know, between those who earn per capita per month, 2,920 to 10,678. So we say that these people in this income, the chances of them falling back into poverty is limited at around 10%. Africans are still underrepresented in the middle class in general, you know, taking the whole population into account. That's the main finding uh, in terms of the middle class from the study. Mastura Savan, Program Director of the National Income Dynamics Study. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. Only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. After a slow and disappointing start to the new season, Kaiser Chiefs will play their first home match in the Absolute Premiership against Platinum Stars at the FNB Stadium on Wednesday evening. Amakosi lost the opening game of the season to Bidvest Witsen, were eliminated by Cape Town City in the MTN 8 quarterfinals. The international break came at the right time as Steve Compella and his troops had to go back to the drawing board. Centre-back Lorenzo Gordinho says they've tried to work on their weaknesses. I just think during the break uh, we got a chance to come back to the drawing board you know, and polish a few things that the coach wanted us to rectify. And I think we've been working hard every day to, to rectify those things and to just find the missing parts or pieces to the whole puzzle. And I think we're ready. We found those pieces. We've been working on them and we're ready to, to showcase what we've been working on and to continue from where we left off. What are these key things? I think one of the key things is that just 
being calm, you know, there's a lot of pressure on the club at the moment, and I think for all of the players, it's as much as the fans are putting us under pressure, we ourselves put ourselves under pressure because we always want to win, we always want to perform. So dealing with that mentally is a big thing because when you're under pressure, you're not playing as if you're enjoying the game. So once you release that pressure and start enjoying, then we, you start seeing the brand of football cards that you play, and I think that was the, the major thing was um, being able as a team to take the pressure, you know, let it mould us and let us perform, you know, and to help one another because if we don't score, they blame the strikers. We concede, the defence gets the blame. So it's upon taking that as a whole as a club and, you know, fighting for one another, fighting for the technical team, fighting for the fans. So I think that is the major part that we worked on this whole off-season, uh, off sorry, uh, during the break. But Chiefs captain Itumalin Kune was more forthright as he called on his teammates to stand up and fight for the badge. Kune says the current situation is a concern to everyone associated with the club. I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's troubling, but it's a concern for everyone. It's a concern for the players, it's a concern for the management, for the fans. We know we need to start delivering on the field, start winning matches, keep clean sheets at the back, and everything will be back to normal. But what is the consensus around the team? Um, what does the problems seem to lie? Uh, problems have been with us as players. I think we're not pushing hard enough. We, the coach does his job. The coaching staff, the technical team, but even at training, we look good, we score goals, we get to the match. It's something that's been lacking, but as a team, we are failing ourselves. I wouldn't be pointing maybe fingers to certain departments because it will break the team. For us, we just have to go back to the drawing boards and see where we're lacking, work on it, improve on it, and show it in our matches. As a captain, and um, maybe even with other senior players, it is, is it something that you've addressed or you try to address? Yeah, no, we, we've done that a lot of times. Starting at pre-season, we set ourselves goals as players, what we want to do, how we want to achieve our goals. And so far, things haven't been working for us. And we, we set out, we set down again. We, we highlighted the areas where we need to improve on and we've been working very hard at training and yeah, it has to show starting from Wednesday. Chiefs have won only one of their last 14 matches in all competitions with eight losses and five draws. One of the club's biggest challenges this season has been their defensive organisation and the manner in which they concede goals. Godinho says these are some of the things they've been working on. We were, we were focusing on all, all dynamics of our game, you know, we wanted to polish every area we could, you know, in the time, and I just think that, like you said, defence starts with the whole team, and scoring does start with the whole team as well, so I think we got a chance to all work together to do both of these phases and to work on them as a, as a team. No, we can't press panic buttons, you know, we, we're trying to change a few things, you know, in terms of our gameplay, in terms of the philosophy, and it, it might have taken these two games to show us that, okay, what we did wrong, now to fix. So it's it's a lesson learned every time you do something wrong. So I think we, we're going to improve on that and go forward. Against Iquena, Chiefs are coming up against the team that completed a double over them last season, and things could get worse if they fail to register maximum points. Kune has been a Chief since he was 12, and he knows the pressure to deliver is always part of this team, and says only character will take them out of this current slump. Yeah, there's been many seasons where there was pressure, but we got ourselves out of it by winning matches. So that's what we need to do right now. We know the importance of playing for this club. It's all about it's not it's all about results and fans wants results.
So we have to go out there and get results so that we can win them back. The fact that you ended the season badly and you are starting the season badly again, does this make things worse, especially with the fans? Yeah, it does. It does. Like that's why now the fans are on our backs and they've got every right to do that because we as Kaiser Chiefs are a team that is known of winning silverware every season. And for the past four seasons, we only won four uh, trophies, but there were those seasons where we didn't win anything. And we knew how to bounce back from that. And this season, it has to show. We have to reveal our true characters where we are willing to die for this badge and for the fans. Good news, though, for Chiefs is that key players like Eric Matoho and Sipiwe Chabalala have recovered from injuries and were training with the team at the FNB Stadium this afternoon. Kune says this is a big boost for the club. Yeah, I think Shaba is on the verge of coming back. But he's been training. He hasn't been feeling any pain. So that's the coach's decision to make whether he will play very soon or not. But yes, you're right. We need characters. We need leadership. We need senior players like Shaba to come back from the injury. We just got the uh, good news. Tawa is back. And yes, we, we missed his height. We missed his will to defend, you know, and not taking anything away from any other defenders. But we missed our experience, and we welcome him back. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. And that's it for the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our guests as well. And uh, yeah, looking forward to league action again tomorrow evening and Wednesday evening. So make sure you check that out. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. And we'll have updates uh, from the Paralympic Games throughout the evening here on SAFM. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty, thank you so much for listening. It's 7 o'clock.